Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. The Emperor has been expecting you. Welcome to Hyperspace Hangout, a podcast by Star Wars fans for Star Wars fans. Hey there, Star Wars fans. Welcome back as we're talking the book of Boba Fett, episode three. You know, some there was some some people didn't like it as much, but I'm not gonna lie, man. I it might be my favorite. Oh, <clears throat> Matt, I don't know what's going on with people. I really don't get it anymore because I liked it. I liked it, and I I the twins are back. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, guys. BK but like, is back. BK is back. There's a fight. There's a rancor. I don't know, <laughs> Matt. There once was a time. When people were like, we want to see the huts live action. Mm-hmm. Give us some huts, you know. Then the Rancor is not there. We got the Rancor back. More Tuscan Raiders. I mean, what do you want? You wanted Boba Fett. Boba Fett's been on. He's, by the way, remember in Mandalorian season two or even in season one when there was like Boba Fett was in the Sarlacc pit and we didn't know where he was at. Guess what? He's not in the Sarlacc pit anymore. He's, he's literally on Disney+. Plus. We have a show. We get to watch Boba Fett. This is the third episode. Boba Fett. Like, we're mentioning things like the Twins, Jabba, Bib Fortuna. All the- Boba Fett is on screen. That's the thing. It's like, come on now. I love this. I got sh- to share this picture right here, as because at first I was like, do the speeder bikes fit in? 
Right. I mean, this is episode two, so they do. Because some people, I saw some people being kind of critical of them, and they were like, "Dude, they feel like 1950s Cadillacs." Well, this looks like a 1950s Cadillac to me. Yeah. Oh yeah. And this is episode two era. So there's Bail Organa, man. He's got a full cruiser like it. But hey, speaking of new things, as uh, you know, we're, we're part of this <clears throat> great podcasting network here uh, with uh, Fan Sided, and uh, there's a new podcast coming. Okay, check this out. It's called Blind Blind Sided. Okay, you probably heard a little preview about it. It's got some big, got some big star guests coming to this, right? So yeah. the Players Tribune has launched its first ever mental health podcast, Blind Sided. Hosts are former NHL goalie Corey Hirsch and psychiatrist Dr. Uh, Diane McIntosh. The show will share the moments from a variety of athletes when everything changed for them and mental health became their most important issue and focus of their lives. It allows listeners to have an understanding of the different types of mental health challenges that people face. Guests this season include uh, Kevin Love of Cleveland Cavaliers fame. You know, I loved it, man. That, yeah. team, what is it, 20, 2016 season? Oh, when yeah. We, when, yeah, when we, when we took the championship, just back there dropping threes. <laughs> you got Paul Bissonnette, who's a uh, hockey player. I'm not as familiar with him, but from what I can see, he was the biz nasty. Okay. That, that yeah. seems to be his nickname. <laughs> and former NFL Super Bowl champion and MVP, Kurt Warner, okay, who I'm very familiar with. I mean, that dude threw like 41 touchdowns, league MVP. He was a grocery, he was work, he was out of the league. He was in arena football. He bounced around. He goes to NFL Europe. He's literally bagging groceries. Okay. 1999. Trent Green gets injured. Okay. Yeah. And uh, Dick Vermeil, the head coach of the St. Louis Rams. Well, let's give let's go give Kurt Warner a shot. Kurt Warner comes in, takes the league over with Marshall Falk, Emmett Smith, or not Emmett Smith, Marshall Falk, Tory Holt, Isaac, Isaac Bruce. They go to the Super Bowl. They play the Titans. They win by one yard. It's great, great, great. Yeah. And there's a movie coming out about him. Yeah, which is which is cool. So I mean, again, that's your those are some pretty big, heavy hitting guests on a podcast, Blindsided, where they talk about mental health. And I think it's really neat. You know, there's all different types of mental illness, mood disorders, anxiety disorders, personality, uh, eating, substance abuse, all of those things. And so it sounds like they're gonna be talking about the various uh, types of mental health on that podcast with big time athletes, which I think is right. It's cool. Right. Because athletes also face a lot of, you know, pretty specific stuff. I mean, you look at CTE and what's going on there. So anyway, so it says plan your work and work your plan for many athletes. Sayings such as these could be considered scripture, permanent um, signposts lining the long road to success in sports. For some, the very act of pursuing a career in sports can give a sense of control, a sense of safety so long as you stick to the plan. That is until life happens. Um, the kind of life that happens while you're making other plans, breakdowns, insecurity, panic attacks, PTSD, addiction, sudden life changes, ones that require an athlete to toss aside their well-laid plans and answer the question, what's your next play? Blindsided is a podcast about sports, mental health, and life, hosted by former NHL goalie Corey Hirsch and psychiatrist Dr. Diane McIntosh. Um, the podcast will share and analyze the moments for a variety of athletes when everything changed for them and what happened when it did. The podcast lets listeners hear these athletes describe moments when mental health became the most important focus on their lives. Blindsided then dives in deeper. It gets clinical and it allows listeners to leave with an understanding of the different varieties of mental health challenges people face 
um, why they appear and how athletes in particular face them down. Blindsided is a sports podcast, not only for people who follow sports, but for those who don't. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty awesome. And also, Hey, I want to uh, leave folks with a quote here, just because no one else can heal or do the inner work for you. Doesn't mean you can should, or need to do it alone. So let blindsided podcast be uh, a part of your mental health journey. Go over there, give them a listen, give them a review and tell them that Matt Nez sent you. Matt, I tell you what, I, I don't know what people are, are, are talking about. I mean, again, we don't know the name of that girl, like in this, in this band, I don't know if she was cast or if you guys in the comments, let us know. Uh, but, um, she, even if she still is Arden Lynn, she's not probably not, but like, let's just say she is, she looks just like her. Arden Lynn has a little bionic arm thing like that. There are other people, uh, back in the, in, in the early, um, oh gosh, in the early nineties, there was a comic book character who had all sorts of cybernetic stuff going on. I can't think of his name right now, but I'll look him up here. But yeah, I mean, just crazy, dude. I, I thought it was, I thought it was great. I thought it was great. I mean, again, it's not, I'm not saying it was like super fast or super whatever, but like, there's emotional stuff with the Tuskins, uh, the Pikes. Right. Y'all, I, we, we wanted Pikes, <clears> by <throat> the way, right? We first got that little hint of the Pikes Syndicate back in uh, Solo, by the way. Don't forget we had that. And yeah, Peli Mato running around. Shows, shows up. You gotta what catch she, it. Yeah, what she, you know, what is she up to? Good God. I mean, yeah, just just really cool stuff. I the the layout of Moss Espa and where everything's at, it it's it the families, the different, you know. How many times are we gonna mention Bib Fortuna? He's back somehow. So, well, his his Bib name being, Fortuna has has returned. His name is being dropped uh, uh, like a whole bunch. I never thought I would watch a a, a show where in which Bib was but Lord Bib, by the way, Lord Fortuna, Lord Fett. Are these dark lords? What's going on? The title's being tossed around. I mean, I, I knew Lord Vader, okay? But, you know, hey, those days are over. Palpatine's gone, air quote, gone, right? Um, Vader, Lord Vader, killed him. So we think. Yeah, you, you know, I'm looking to see, um, is there, is, I don't, is, does that character, the girl that we said looks like Arden Lynn, I don't know that, I don't know that we have a name for her. Right. Did, 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 did they name her? I don't know that they did. Um, we can go, look, I'll go look in the, uh, I'm looking right now. I'm going to go to IMDb. I yeah. went on Wikipedia. I didn't see anything. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, let's see. Do you want do we know what her name is by chance? No. The actress? No, I don't know. But yeah. I'll find her on IMDb to see. Okay. Yeah. Um <clears throat> anyway, guys. So I'm just I have the episode up here and just just clicking through. I I just the, the other thing that gets me, and maybe it's just because I'm a huge R- return of the Jedi guy, right? I love my favorite favorite movie, but they're just in Jabba's palace. Every time I see that door rising, I you, you never know. You never know who might walk through the door. That's what Jabba was probably thinking. I mean, Luke Skywalker walked through the door at one point. Luke, that I don't know. When you go back and you trace the steps and you see where uh, Leia and Han and Lando and Chewie were all there. Luke was just outside re- rebuilding his uh, his new lightsaber back in Return of the Jedi. And, and this is the same place where we're at. Boba Fett was there. Now he's in control. He's a changed man. Boba is different. He, he is, he's evolved. Um Still real intrigued by that, by his visions of the ocean, the ocean planet and all this stuff. So I, I think the actress's name 
uh, to me, it looks like is Sophie Thatcher. Okay. And her character name is Drash. AKA Arden Lynn. Got it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, could be. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, what if it's Drash Rendar? Oh my God. <laughs> Instead of Dash Rendar. Oh my God. Why not? Um, but we got Danny Treje uh, Tre uh, Trejo from mm -hmm. Machete, right? Is the Rancor yeah. mask? Yeah. yeah, that was great. Yeah, it was cool. It was a connection to Dathomir witches and and some stuff in Clone Wars and Rebels and so on. Just just really really cool stuff to see uh, those uh, to hear and see those mentions. And I thought it was, I thought it was good. Um, I really feel like they're building for something bigger. I really feel like that was the third episode. And they're setting the stage for something large. There's already now we're getting the connections between the Pikes. Like he goes to negotiate sort of a protection deal with the Tuscan Tuscan Raiders and, and the Pike Syndicate or whatever. And that Nikto biker gang has has struck. And I don't know who they're working for, but we all thought, you know, huts or something, or are they just out for their own uh right pocketbook? So here so here we yeah. go. And Wikipedia says Drash, you know, brand new character. Cybernetics left arm, huh? Let's just investigate here. Yeah. Arden Lynn. Yeah. Cybernetics right arm. Oh, so, dude. There. See, that's how we a... know, man. Yeah, that's how we know. Wow. Comment here. It almost seems like they are setting Boba up to rule Mandalore and hand Tatooine back to the Tuscans. Hopefully, Warrior uh, and Youngling Tuscans are still alive. Yeah, there still are because that happened in the past, and then we see Tuscans in Mando season two. Yeah, or season one. So yeah, and I, two. And I'm wondering, does he like go off with another group, or you know, like because what was was the whole group destroyed there? That's what I was worried about. Like, Still wondering what he's doing for all these years. That's what I'm saying. How many years, how much time has gone by? I don't think he like, spent all five years with the Tuscans, did he? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. He might have. He. I felt like, because he was leaving there just to sort of negotiate something between them and the Pikes. And right. now he's going to, I mean, it's pretty clear he's going to go hunt down that Nikto uh, biker gang. And. So then from there, he's going to get, I mean, more involved with, with some of the syndicates, understand more of them. I, everyone's kind of saying that at some point, it's like the Tuscans are going to, this relationship is going to benefit him as far right. as Moss Espa and, and understanding, you know, just how to rule and, and having, an, having maybe an alliance with them. Because the Pikes are back, right? That was the big thing. The Pikes are showing up in large numbers. They already have done some pretty terrible things to the Tuscans. I think he'll... It's one of those things like, you know, Master Yoda says uh, they're talking about who's going to go to Kashyyyk. He's like, he's a good relations with the Wookiees I have. Right. I mean, I can hear Boba already. <laughs> good relations with the Tuscans I have. So, yeah, that's what I feel like is, is going to happen. But. Um, oh, yeah, I know Boba burned youngling Tuscan Kane in the fire. I think, it, didn't hmm. it. I think I yeah, think we did. We didn't. I, I know we see the like girl or whatever. Yeah. Oh, good point. Maybe we didn't see the kid. Let me go back here and click through. But, um, yeah, that was that was uh, uh, that was that was not good. Oh my god. See, so, yeah, just looking up more here. So really, a, a lot of these other people, 
they'd all just have names that are just given in this episode. So they're really a brand new cast. Um, I thought they were kind of cool. Boba's little biker gang, right? If you want to, you know, call mm-hmm. it that, they chase down the mayor. And they, hey, they stepped right in to fight BK, Black Santum. Yeah, they did. I, I didn't know what was going on there. I, they said bones were, were cracking and, and Boba Fett was just like, right. first of all, who, what? They need to check the like their security. Fennec, guys, come on. Right. He's in Jabba's palace. How, how, how did that, how did that guy get in there? I mean, first of all, he's good. Obviously, he's really good, but... um. And the Huts flat out admitted they flat right. out were like, yeah, we, we that was it. that was um Star Wars theory said he didn't like the episode. And some other bigger YouTubers uh, said the same thing. And one of the reasons they said that if Black Chrysanthemum had done that in the comics, he would have absolutely murdered Boba Fett in the hand like seconds. Because right. Because he's a mm-hmm. you know, he he's he's a whatever. Yeah, he's a, he's they, a big he's a big Wookiee. I mean, he's he would and a gladiator Wookiee at that. Like he would have just torn Boba Fett to shreds in like seconds. Right. It did. It did. It, yeah. You're either giving a Boba Fett a lot, a lot of credit, or you're really downplaying. He's got BK. fresh back to on him. I mean, you can give him, you know. Yeah. Yeah. He does. Back, he has he's had, got those healings projects. He pro- has properties. had space lizards up his nose. We don't know the full effect of all of that. He's you know? also Boba freaking fat. I know. I say get, that's why I kind of it w- was somewhat believable for me, you know? So, yeah. Right here, uh, comment from Lindsay saying, Boba becoming a dog dad, best part. <laughs> well, you know, um, he said that he has ridden things a hundred times the size of the uh, Rancor. Right. And do you know what that's from? Yes. The holiday special, right? Holiday special. He rides yeah. a mythosaur. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty cool. A little little nod to that little little confirmation. Um, yeah, that was that was great. I didn't. I thought. I thought for a second he was getting duped there, and the, the rancor was gonna like have at him. It felt a little tense. I wasn't really sure who to who to trust. But hey, it was tr- truly a gift, and um, kind of like the imprinting was cool. I thought, you know, that this is he's imprinted now on. Uh, there we go. Right. Matt's pulling it up here. He's got got an image of the of the holiday special. Yeah. Um. You look at all. Look at all this stuff, man. Mm-hmm. The mythosaur. That's what he rides, right? Yeah. Which is yep. which is awesome. Yeah. Uh, Anthony says, "I like the episode slash chapter, guys. I like the futuristic 1960s gang. I think, I think Black K snuck in, hence why he didn't have his rifle. He's going to be doing more in the future. And then Boba lets him go. Hey, right. from a from a former bounty hunter, he said. Right. From a, uh, you know, maybe you should try to find something else. Hold on, Boba. You worked for Jabba. You know." I don't know. Maybe he's just saying I learned from experience. Jabba's uh, whatever, you know. Right. But right. But he's telling BK, don't work for the twins, but yet they're Jabba's cousins. And he was totally employed by. Well, but now, but now, but now Boba Fett realizes that that wasn't the way. To yeah, go. Okay. Thinks, okay. Okay. He, th- he thinks he's found a, he's found a better path. All right. This is the way. This is the way. He, yep. By the way, by the way, uh, Boba has spoken several times pretty clear that he's the what? The, the, the daimyo? That Dymo, yeah, that, yeah, Dymo. So, what's what is what's people's deal? Accepted, he has spoken. They will. They're they're, they're gonna. Going to, they better. They're gonna. They're gonna bow down to him. Yeah, they better. They better because uh, yeah. 
Okay. Are we sure he wasn't riding that crate bar- dragon back in the day? Maybe. Holy smokes, man. Yeah, who knows? Um, yeah, so what else did you, you like fr- from the episode? Yeah, this episode was shorter than last week's. Uh, I think episode one and episode three are both like 38 minutes with episode two being like 50, almost an hour. Um, I, you know, again, I really like the... I really like the flashback scene the most. I think with Boba just riding, he's all suited up and they're playing the music, which is just, it's, it's just so star Wars. You know what I mean? Like it's almost yeah. like comical in a way, but it's it like the thing I appreciate most about the book of Boba Fett is it knows what it is and it just goes with it. It doesn't try to be like this super epic tale. Cause it's not, it's more of a shorter tale of Boba Fett. Here's what he's doing and here's what's going on. And it's fine. And we're going to gear up. I think, you know, we're three episodes in. There's seven total. So we're not halfway through yet. Next week will be, you know, more than halfway through. But I do think uh, I got, you know, got some comments here, too, that um, next week should be the boss dinner scene like in the trailer. And I think it was. I think this sort of set up. We did get some more action. We got a lot of action, really. Got BK. And then um, we got the, the chase scene. Where they like go through a picture of Jabba, right? And you know, they, yeah. they knock over, yeah. they not whatever the food is, they knock over. It's right from Rebels, where Ezra does the same thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. And is, uh... so, I think now there's there's the mayor's gone in his flashback. He was trying to work with the Pikes, they're saying maybe not. So, the tension is there, but it's gonna, it's time to. I, I think, I think next week, something I think next week will probably end with some sort of big cliffhanger, and then it's gonna be sort of. A lot more action throughout and we're still getting references and flashbacks to camino so i think that's going to be the i think the season finale or maybe just series finale will be something to do with camino and a big flashback about it yeah because that, that keeps happening every time he gets into that tank it's for sure he starts there and then um and we've it's the same thing right mm-hmm. the same thing seeing his his uh his father fly away Ooh, here's a great comment. That Rancor has to be Munchie. It very well could be. And he'll remember Boba's face because of Wrecker, Omega, and the Bad Batch have imprinted him. Yes, we need to see a Mythosaur, by the way. It's War, Episodes 4 through 7. Extremely fun. Yeah. Yeah, Anthony, I agree. It's, it's been, it is fun. And like Matt said, it's, it's really just, um, it's just fun. That's all it is. It's nothing huge and crazy or whatever. Um, it, it doesn't take itself too serious, but yet, there's emotion. There's there's some cool stuff. A uh, Boba Fett is evolving. Um, I am getting used to. I didn't know this, but I guess like tomorrow Morrison, the whole taking of your helmet off. I didn't realize. I didn't understand how much that meant for like their acting and like to be nominated for certain awards. Did you have you heard about this? That that I can imagine that you need to see their face. Yeah. Otherwise, it feels like it's a voice role. Definitely. Right. Right. That's. I think that was um, Pedro Pascal's thing as well too. But like they, he's he's on the side of, you know, that they don't take off their uh, this is not the way. Right. You, you, you don't de-helmet. Right. So have you seen the um, there's a clip of Bo of Tamora Morrison. I think it's from like Clone Wars era or something where he's talking about like doing some sort of animated thing. And he's like animated. He's like, so you won't see my face. He's like, that's your problem. He's like this face is where the money is, you Let's know, it's like, <laughs> but it's like, I think it's from like back in the day, but it's just like, it's really, or it might, I don't know. I mean, it could be, I don't know when it's from, but it feels like it's a little bit older, but it's, 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 it's great. Yeah. 
No, that's awesome. Yeah, so I, I, I it just it, for me, it's been a little bit like getting used to seeing them do that. It feels a lot like he feels so much more connected to, and it's just because it's Tamar Morrison. But uh, the Clone Wars and and all the different clone troopers and stuff, and so seeing him do that a lot is is really interesting. And he just seems kind of like, um, oh, was Lindsay? What she said, like do, like dog dad. Like he he does feel right. kind of like he's running this family, and he's this he's got this. Uh, dad demeanor like he is trying to take care of a family now and he's got all these different things and he's he's got these young biker kids come work for me uh fennec's kind of he and fennec have a weird relationship i don't know what's going on there but yeah it's it's cool it, it's it's definitely cool um and, and i love it all the little tiny you know when i was in the episode i was getting distracted by all when they're in tatooine there's so many little things going on in the background like all right. these different um just just people i could speculate for hours like who's this who's that um so that was kind of cool just I, I i think again for a show that's not really taking itself to I, I mean it's still a really good show it's just it's boba fett i, I can't complain is this it's just him doing his thing it's like a comic book that we're viewing right we're getting a live action thing here and anyways, I'm just getting kind of caught up in all the all the detail, such attention to detail. The lighting when he first meets the uh, biker gang, too, it's got that orange lighting that they're, they're around the little uh, fire or whatever. And then there's a bunch of blue and and green coming off of uh, Boba. It's just it's really cool. Well, done. no, it's great. It's freaking great. I love it. Yeah. The the show, the, I mean, when he's just riding in the desert. On yeah. The, on the Bantha and it's playing the music. I love the music is almost like ridiculous in a way. Right. Right. But at the same time, it's amazing. It's just, it's like, it just fits. It works. Right. And I just, I just, you know, I like the way they're just expanding the character of Boba Fett because, you know, you just think about him in his original form, right? And you just think of, yeah, he's just bounty hunter guy. Yeah. Right. And then just, even like when you go to legends and stuff like that, like I like the more, I think I prefer almost, I do like this Boba Fett more than I even like legends. Mm -hmm. uh yeah. like he is still a hardened ba like let's not forget it but yeah, i no. like seeing i like seeing not necessarily the, the softer side the more just sort of like respect honor you know kind of like uh yeah you get to see his moral code and i like yeah. it yeah because he does i remember when he first showed up in the mandalorian like we, we were saying he came in and he was wrecking people and i was like that's how that that felt like boba fett he should come in and wreck people now, when we and we, we saw him do that, it was again before what we see in current time here and then also post the flashback. So, like, I, I think he's still recovering. Uh, not that he's lost a step or whatever, but he was he, he just looked awesome, especially when he had the gaffy stick and he was helping out Mando. Um, now, we haven't really seen him do. I think we're going to see him go off. I think he's kind of like holding back a little bit right now. And that there's that there's more that can be done. There's so many cool people around him. Fennec, and he's you got to highlight BK. You bring in, I mean, the the twins are throwing their weight around. You got stuff going on with the mayor, politicking and stuff. But at some point, we're gonna have a pretty epic. Um, he's gonna be shooting some people up, you know. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, I think it's gonna be. Yeah, we're we're definitely getting closer and closer to it. Again, he's also healing. He's in the back to tank. He's healing. Yeah. Getting yeah. Yeah, which is good. Um, I just so I, uh, I I do like that we are seeing this other side of him, and I think it's fine. There was always more to him anyway. 
Um, what they did later in Legends, like late, late in Legends, is that he he was a bit more bitter, a bit more sour, um, for sure. And uh, he's definitely not that in in this episode. In this, uh, so people, I, I have seen some some comments and heard some other uh, podcasts talking about how when they read Boba Fett in Legends back in the day, he was much more of that darker right. kind of bounty hunter guy. This oh. feels different, but I at the same time, I don't, I don't dis I don't dislike it. I think they're they're showing you with the Tuscans what he went through. I mean, he went through a huge shift. He did. It's yeah. It's just it's a different it's different right. It's a different way to view him it's a different like i i did see i I was reading maybe it was a screen rant article or something where they were complaining and they're saying you're turning a villain into a hero and they thought it was like a bad thing to do in star wars like i would never boba fett i never even as a kid felt like was a villain he's a bounty hunter he's not a villain let me let, let me let me refresh people's memories here just real quick Han Solo agreed, right, to smuggle for Jabba. He was a He knew smuggler. the risks. He knew the risk. At the first sign of Imperial trouble, right, he drops his load. It's done. All the cargo, spice, gone, whatever. Plus, I don't know what he was delivering. It's never been said. I don't think it, I don't know if it was spice or not, but was he smuggling spice, Han Solo? So anyway, Maybe. all right. Uh, we all love Han Solo and he becomes a great hero, general, captain or whatever, but he was just doing what he had to do to get by. So now he, he, he breaks the rules. Uh, he, he lost a bunch of cargo for Jabba and Boba Fett's job is to bring him in for pay. Just bring him in. Hey, you know, like, let's go. It's time for you to come in, pay up. There's a, there's a price on his head. And the more, the longer that went on, the more, you know, that, Boba, Boba Fett tracks him down. He wants the bounty. Sorry, he's one of the. It's just trying to get. It's a payday, man. Something. Yeah. something. Mando. We're into Mando. Mando's tracking people down, and he's he's locking them up or whatever. Like that's just that's what you do. You're just a bounty hunter. You're just trying to get these people who have broke the law uh, or or whatever. Now you could say there's clean bounties, there's dirty bounties, and different things like that. If you want to get into all that stuff, but it's it it is a it's a dirty business all around. It's it's hey. Yeah, ab- ab- yeah, 100%. Yeah, Mando's no different than Boba Fett. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, I just think let, I like I like seeing it now because that was the thing too is he's like who was it in this episode said you're just like a crime boss. You're just like the, all the other crime bosses or whatever. And I think it was, was it the the biker gang? I'm I'm the ghost member from them or whatever. And he's he's trying to say no, like like he, I didn't know what he was going to do right there. And the fact that he offered them a job, I thought was great. Like, okay, yep. cool. You can come work for me. And he told the other guy, he said, your prices are too high in the first place. You're yeah. price gouging a necessary right. item. Right. Water. Yeah, they're correct. And, you know, but like also they shouldn't have stolen. Here, we're going to make things even. I'm going to toss you well, 500 credits or something. Uh, right. And then, yeah, they're going to come work for me. So, yeah, I thought that was, I think it's great. I love the, I love this new Boba Fett and it gives us more and somebody said earlier that they're setting him up to, to rule or to be you know in, in charge of things whether it be Mandalore or whatever but I think right now yeah he's trying to show that he can manage this group of people also wanted to mention too great little um what was it 88 the droid was showing right. the map there right that the lay of the land the Klaatuinians the Aqualish and the Trandoshan families those are those ruling families which I thought was really, yeah, it's, really cool. It's we're gonna have a, a most Espo war. It's coming. 
Yeah, whose whose side? You, yeah, whose side you gonna be on? They're all gonna. I mean, I can cast the mayor, you. and then the mayor's gone, and his his bodyguard. I'm about. I'm ready for that guy to die. Yeah, I'm done. Pretty much, I'm pre- done. Pretty, pretty I well think, done. although he may end up working for Boba Fett in the end. Yeah. The well, so yeah, the, the mayor is just. I don't know what the mayor. The mayor is working with the with the Pikes, right? We we learned today that he's right. totally outrun around. What hey. do they call this guy? Major Domo or whatever the guy underneath yeah. him whatever it's called. Right. Yeah, let me tell you something. First of all, Pike territory is not Tatooine, okay? Also, why do the Pikes want... So if the Huts are out because another syndicate has laid claim to this and it's bad for business, like, what do the Pikes want so badly? Is there? Is it just is it just the territory, you think? Or is it like... Because they were running Spice, right? I mean, is that just... Right. a mark? Is it... Is the market that big on Tatooine? I don't know. I think there's just more Maybe. something because they keep talking, Matt, about how this once was an ocean planet. Boba Fett comes from an ocean planet. They're trying to do something with the history or the um, something with Tatooine. Yeah. And the, yeah, and then they keep showing him growing up on an ocean planet. Are we going to drastically right. change? Is, Ta- is Tatooine going to be returned to an ocean planet? Are we going to do something like crazy? Cra- I mean, what is happening? I don't know. Well, that's why I'm thinking like is there's something uh, I don't I, I I don't know. It's just they reference it so often that I don't know why or what the deal is. If there's something like maybe that was in the minerals or there, I, I feel like there's some important resource where Tatooine is going to become more important or this he who right? controls, you know, the the desert. Right. Controls the galaxy. The spice yeah. controls the galaxy. Right, maybe I some some special resource or something. I, definitely knows? some dune, some dune going on in this too. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I anyway, I thought that was cool. I think the first time I'd ever heard of the uh, Klaatuinians was I think when I was reading in Legends, I, I came across them, and so they're they kind of have that like dog like face. Uh, if you look right. up Klaatuinian, you, you'll you'll see uh, what I'm what I'm talking about. But um, that was cool. The Aqualish, they look cool as well. You guys can look those up. Uh, we've seen them in Star Wars quite a bit. And then your um, Trandoshan. So still hopeful for Bosk and Sid. Yeah. So, I mean, so we see Boba in the past go and tell the Pikes, okay, I'll figure it out. Right. I'll get, I'll get a deal. You don't have to deal with the other guys anymore. So, I mean, what do we think happens in between that moment and Mandalorian? Because when we see him in Mandalorian, he's wearing the same gear. I'm starting to think maybe he was with the Tuscans for five years, mm-hmm. but that just yeah. seems so bizarre because it definitely does not feel like five years that he would have been with them for them to hit for them, for him to then just be run off by the train, which it feels like is like, Oh, I didn't know this was happening. So why I'm still just confused about the, the time, the timeline and because it seems so, you yeah. know, was he in the Sarlacc for five years? I mean, what is like? Yeah, well, I, I feel like he, uh, unless they're just doing a bunch of, you know, kind of like a, a, a Yoda Luke training montage where like we know time passes, but they're not really telling us how much or something. And maybe that's what was going on with him being imprisoned and being trained. And maybe that all took longer than we think. Uh, but but yeah, I, I'm not so sure either because it feels like it's only been like a year or so. Not, not even At most. Yeah. So, but it. But the, the problem, though, is he's with them, and then the train goes by and kills him, and then they do the whole, the whole train deal. And the train is explained to Boba as if it is, like, 
this has been happening to us. Well, it can't, he can't have been with them for more than like a year or two before you would have to have known for them to be like, Oh, this keeps happening. Cause well, it obviously wouldn't if that's the case. So mm-hmm. then when we see him in Mandalorian, he's wearing the same outfit he's wearing, you know, in the flashback right now. So yeah. it's just, well, so right now I think, so uh, what we saw was he goes back to that Tuscan camp and they've been killed. Everyone's been killed. Uh, unless the boy wasn't, I'm not so sure. Again, I had to go back right. and look, but so does he go find that boy? It seems like he's going to go deal with the Nikto biker gang. So once he's done with dealing with the Nikto uh, biker gang, it still feels like there's a there's like a year or two where he's mm-hmm. where he's doing something because then we see him he goes and finds Finnick, and right. then after he's found Finnick, he's we see him in Mandalorian season two episode one wearing With the same Tuscan. garb he's wearing now and the garb he's wearing in episode whatever six when he. And then he goes and he gets his armor and he puts it on over that. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think I think he I mean, again, it's I don't think he people are saying that he maybe left Tatooine. I don't think he did. I Because unl- like unl- unless he I don't think he did either, because I don't think he gets a ship because they show us I, that, don't they? Like they, they show us that it's been, it's been in the trailer, him and Fennec going yeah. in there, getting it. So but I, so I think, yeah, I think that's at, that's after he goes and finds Fennec. So I'm still just confused as to what he's been doing for all these years. Yeah, it, it won't surprise me if he if they're just showing us like one sort of early event with with the Tuscan Raiders, and then you just maybe he like wherever we leave it, um, time passes by and he's just wandering the desert or li- living for with Tuscan. years. Hey, like <laughs> yeah, again, I don't know what what else what else would he be? How did he get? I mean, unless he boards another ship or he go, maybe he sneaks on. You know, like they we saw the Pike showing up on some freighter. That's coming on and off the world. Maybe he does go off world for a little bit and, and travels. I don't know. Um, but it does seem like that. It seems like all we all we know, we can theorize and speculate that he did go off world or that he did something else. But all we really know is that he. Like you said, we saw the events in Mando and when in the timeline, it looks like he's wearing Tuscan garb right. here and then he's five years later still wearing Tuscan garb, you know, I know. So either they've got that wrong, either that's they're gonna have to explain that or. Or it took five years to, to do all this, and I know. Yeah. I guess my only thing is it just doesn't make, it doesn't seem like it makes sense to me because he would have, right? The tr- the way he, the way they explain the train is, is like oh this happens all the time, and it's like okay well, well I think they just meant pr- he, I think they meant prior I think I think they meant prior to him showing, but that feels there. like but they run that they run have to run that they have to run that spice train every so I mean so every so often. Oh yeah, I think I think no like like um. I'm not saying the events that that we've seen so far have taken like two to three years or anything. Um, I'm saying that they're going to have to explain after this moment where he picks up Fennec this time. And you know what I mean? Well, once he well, once he picks up Fennec, it's pretty straightforward because he picks up Fennec in episode five of Mandalorian season one. We -hmm. see him in episode one of Mandalorian season two. Like there's not that it doesn't seem like there's that much time that's gone on between then. Right. So that's pr- that time is where he goes probably and gets his ship and does the whole deal. Right. And then he's looking for his armor or whatever. Yeah. So, but prior- so really what, what I'm where the timeline that I don't understand is. Is in between where he get, where we see him and where he walks up to Phoenix shot body and like the flashback of where we're at now, because it feels like we it feels like there's still three year years. At, 
yeah, there's like three years that yeah. that's that's going on. That's but, what like, I'm like. What I'm saying, Matt, is like that adds up. in the next episode, they could, you know, he could finish up with the biker gang and then he could have another flashback and they could actually just ignore that three year stuff and just not do anything. And they could actually have a flashback to him on, you know, doing something as a younger, younger Boba Fett, like go back to that sort of um, uh, Camino shot that we're getting the ocean planet. Or they could just keep doing, you know, like they could they could do a time jump in his mind just in, when he's in the back to tank and just pop back to like, oh, just a year prior. And it's like, right, that because they're not saying they're not giving you times or anything. They're just kind of, you know, yeah, we don't know how long that space laser journey was. He was on by God, that could have been that could have been years. He came back yeah. years later. Wikipedia describes it. Fett survived his fall into the Asarlacc pit where he was knocked unconscious for an unknown length of time. But I can imagine that because that could only be like a day or something. Like you're just sort of knocked out, passed out. I feel like you'd definitely begin to sort of uh, do stuff. He activates his helmet, all this stuff. That goes on. Sometime later, he's found by Jawas. Again, I feel like that can't be too far away. Otherwise, you'd just die from being in the desert. Um then he's left for dead. He's injured, middle of the sandstorm. He's found by Tuscan Raiders who take him as a prisoner. And he's with them. They make him sort of work a little while longer. He wakes up. Mm-hmm. He lives among the Tuscans, but it, it, there's no there's no time provided, like Wikipedia, because you know they can pull from they can pull from interviews and all this other stuff. Yeah. To sort of bring it up. And then around 9 ABY is where we we see Boba Fett, who has now acquired a cycler rifle in addition to his own gaffy stick. And he comes across the dying Fennec Shand. He manages to save her life. And then Cobb Vanth, the whole deal. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. nine, though. And we're in, we st- I, we're, his flashbacks have to be at best six, mm-hmm. seven. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, there's still, there's still years left. There, there's still years. So there's still like three years of stuff that we I, see. Now we know we're we, we're gonna get more because he's gonna he's in the flashback. He's gonna go try and take down that other syndicate. Maybe he gets captured again, and then then you could have yeah. him as like a prisoner for like two years or something. Then it all then it would all make sense. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, he could also crazy as this sounds. He could deal with that gang, bring peace, have sort of a, a, an alliance between the Tuscan Raiders and the Pikes, like they're protecting the spice runs and the trains uh, and all that kind of stuff. And then he could just, that could be kind of, okay, that's it. Then they stop with the flashbacks and they don't even say what happened. It's like, okay, we left him at, we showed you one year. We showed you the first year. We didn't show you year two right. and three. It's just implied that, uh, or we just right. infer that he stayed with the tribe, and and it And it could be that... He doesn't, you know, it's not until the crate direct. Well, so he, my guess is maybe he just thinks his armor's gone. And it's not until he meets Finnick that he realizes, oh, like I was taken out by a Mandalorian. Cause at this yeah. point, remember, Boba said, well, Mandalore has been turned to glass because the Mandalore we used to know doesn't exist anymore, like in Legends and what we thought, because we don't know what happened. So Mandalore at some point between Rebels. And Boba Fett is turned to glass, at least in Boba Fett's. Uh, I think that's what he says. They turn that planet to glass. So yeah. my guess is he thinks there's probably not any Mandalorians left. 
And so when he goes and finds Finnick, who's dying and helps her out, she tells him what happens. And then he's thinking, oh, maybe I could. There's Mandalorian still out there. And then this is the quest for his armor, because I guess it's just like. Why wouldn't you go hunt down your armor and your ship and all of, you know, all of this stuff? Or maybe he'll explain it and be like, maybe I was better off dead. Maybe like Boba Fett was better off dead. And now I'm just me, but like not the not the renowned bounty hunter. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. That could be the case is that he's just let it all kind of sit. And maybe, you know, uh, he wasn't ready yet to go back and take on Bib. And I think you're right. He definitely didn't know his armor was just sitting over uh, that Cobb Cobb Vanth had it because he picks it up from the Jawas and um, he thinks it's just gone. It could be on any Jawa thing or they stole it or. Who knows what? But they, yeah, once once he finds Fennec and she says, a Mandalorian's hunting me down, looking for more Mandalorians, heard about one who was wearing your armor, all that kind of stuff. That could be the case for sure. Um, right. Yeah. Got a question here from Tyler. Just uh, do you guys think that Boba Fett is more of an anti-hero than a hero? I think he's full hero. I guess hero too. Like he's a hero. I th what's that? What's that? Uh, heroes and villains. The, the it was a battle mode, wasn't it? In, uh, in oh, Battlefront or whatever. Uh, or yeah, he's he's on. Was he's he on a hero villain. or a villain? Uh, was he a villain? Okay. He's on okay. the he's he's on, he's on the villain side. Well, can they get that right? Can they straighten that out? What's going on with that? You know. Uh, exactly. Yeah. All I know is he's trying to to run a family here. He's not trying to, uh, you know. He is what you he, what's the what's the thing? I mean, he's neutral, man. He's just he's a he's a he's a total neutral character. Yeah. Right. Uh yeah. So, I mean, I think uh for me, man, this was this was really cool. Let me, let me pull up a few more shots here. How about the shot where they're sitting with all the food? What's the drink called again that they um Spotchka. Spotchka. Get your spotchka. Holy crap, they got a bunch of that sitting around. And it's great because it's this blue kind of drink or whatever. He's eating a big old chicken leg and Phoenix down there. Uh, they got this table decked out. That looks like a good good little uh, feast that we got going. Uh, so what do we think is going to happen with BK? Uh, well, he, he he runs off. I think, like you said, he'll, he'll be back. I don't know that um, he doesn't have to be back this season. But he's probably going to go back and maybe maybe he'll work with uh, the, the the twins again. Maybe he'll go do his own thing. Not really sure. Um, they wanted they, they were like selling back to the gladiators. You know, they were just done with him. Yeah. He, fa he failed. I mean, the huts are the huts are gangsters, you know, like <laughs> they are ruthless. So I don't so know. What, 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 first of all, too, what, what did you think? I mean, like the huts just show up here. Did they then just did they really not know that the pikes were involved or were they just trying to, I, you know what I mean? Don't know. They're, right. They're just like, Oh yeah. Another, another syndicate is involved. We've, we found out the pikes. And so we're out. We don't want, it's bad for business. And they did not, by the way, say they did not agree that they, they said, we're leaving and we think you should too. Like he wanted them to relinquish all claim to Jabba's, land and they never said that that's that's paying attention to uh wor words there they didn't agree to any of that crap so i don't think the huts are done i think it's just that's what they do they they, they live long lives and they just wait out they're these worms they just wait for a void um to open they thought maybe that bk could, it would be an easy 
kill and they could step in and once they had a foothold but now it's getting too murky like boba fett is a, a bit of a force to be reckoned with he's got a little gang here we didn't expect this fennec is with him so i think that's they're just kind of stepping back and sitting in the shadows for a bit yeah maybe we'll see um just trying to think if boba does take down some of the pike syndicate then that could open the door to say like akira who might still be in charge of Crimson Rain, Crimson mm-hmm. Dawn, you know? Yeah, I'm still hopeful that we see uh, all, all those other things or that she's she's uh, set them up or that Black Sun is involved or um, names are dropped or mentioned. The fact that the Pikes are there is, is pretty darn cool. Um, but the Huts, I don't know. Because he's this... bringing in he's bringing in the Trandoshans. Right. We see yep. that in the in in the in the trailers so yeah those three different like to get moss espa he's got the three families all coming and uh paying kind of tribute and he's going to kind of think it get things arranged because he's going to fight back against the pikes so that's where i think this is all going it's just we're going to have a major battle versus the pike syndicate i think he's going to win i think he's going to unite the aqualish um the Klatuinians and the trandoshans all together all this these these families the mayor's probably out. He's going to kick the mayor out. He'll put his own guy in there. Maybe it'd be one of the guys at the front desk we've been seeing. That awkward dude with the hat and the stash. What yeah. the heck? <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. Maybe. So, yeah, that's that's kind of where I think it's all going. And I think I don't know that Kira might be name-dropped or Black Sun might be name-dropped, but I don't know that they're going to make an appearance anymore because they've kind of shown their hand here and that this is just going to be a big big battle what's what's crazy to me is like there's all this mention that something major might be happening or big characters might be stepping onto the screen and i'm just not getting that feel i'm not really seeing where they would like boba fett's not sending out a call from tython asking jedi to show up or asking you know any any and i don't even know what's worth on on tatooine for kira to want to be involved you know what i'm saying i'm starting to think it's Jabba just, it, was maul Jabba. was i mean maul, maul went to Jabba's palace to go tell him I'm in charge now. Well, yeah, again, Jabba is, was a big deal. And, and Jabba did have, you know, kind of, um, yeah, that's where he set up his domain. That is interesting that he set it up there. Uh, but I just don't know. Again, that's why I said it said early on. I think, I think they're going to have to talk to us a bit more just about. But I think, I, I think though, I, I think sometimes we think, oh, Tatooine's out in the middle of nowhere, but Tatooine operates like the outer you got to think about like the outer rim is its own thing because they don't want to operate in new republic space they'd rather operate in outer rim space so an outer rim space it's probably a pretty prized place it could be it could be and that's so and that's what i'm wondering is that enough to bring like if the pikes are starting to get a foothold would is kira going to come to his aid omega i'm just thinking like what would be the incentive other than just like they want to confront boba fett because while you have the Pikes fighting him for, for control, he's clearly uniting, I think, Moss Espa against them, uniting his family, giving people jobs and protecting them. You're under my protection now. Boba Fett's got your back. And the Pikes are coming in, and they're, they're going to try to – this is war. I mean, Fennec says that this, this means war. So unless, unless Kira I'm – just, I'm just playing the whole kind of like, what if we got these major characters? How would they fit in? Unless the the Pikes are in, in, employing another, you know, because because the Huts they employed BK, so BK shows right. up because that they want a gladiator to go an assassination attempt to go in there and take out Boba Fett. Like, who do the Pikes employ? Are they going to employ some some major villain hero, uh, 
big, big time guy who's going to show up and take on Boba Fett? Is there someone else like that coming in? Because the, the cast made it seem like that was what was going down, is that we might get something like that. So, I don't know, Cad Bane, that's interesting. Yeah, do you think Cad Bane will appear in the book of Boba Fett? I don't know. That, I know if, I, yeah, Bosk, Cad, maybe the Pikes do that, Matt. Maybe they actually do bring in somebody. Just because we've got the Trandoshan family represented here doesn't mean that's not, I mean, there are Trandoshan, Trandoshans, out and about the galaxy and boss could be doing his own thing working for somebody else. He's just trying to make, make some money. So the Pikes could hire him. Maybe they hire Cad Bane. They say, we want Boba Fett out, take him out and all of our problems are gone. That might be what they're doing. Yeah. Let me, uh, I'm going to pull up the Jabba's son too. People are bringing that up. Uh, thank you, Peter Griffin for bringing up Jabba's son. Where is he? And, and, uh, what's, what's going on? Um, why wouldn't he come here? Why is it the cousins? Why is it the twins? First of all, I'm glad it's the twins. I think it's freaking hilarious. And I love that they show up. Uh, I'm always just when, when I, when they said they were showing up, I was like, dang, this is freaking cool. There we go. Matt's got the old galactic map up here. Let's go. Right. So let me just click off this for one second. Sorry. All right. So here's Tatooine, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, uh, you know, up just to the right. Stuff, wow. so, and Scarif's right there, too. Ryloth, Naboo. I mean, a lot of there's a lot of stuff right around Tatooine, as uh-huh. And yeah. so, and because there's not really a whole lot there, it's kind it is kind of a good place to sort of be an intermediate uh place here. I mean, there's a lot of bigger mm-hmm. sort of mm-hmm. places. I mean, you got Sullust over here, Naboo, mm-hmm. um, Vandor. Vandor is a big um uh, that's where that one book I have from Tales of Andor. That's where a lot of smugglers fly through there. Mm-hmm. As you before you start getting into like inner rim and stuff like that. I mean, this is all outer rim stuff. So, right. And actually, if you if you go up a bit, you'll see Nalhutta, uh, just just north of of that. Um, if you keep going. There it is, Nalhutta and Nalshadar. Yeah, yeah. I mean, here's a he got a hyperspace lane that runs all the way. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Right there and right down where, to Tatooine. It, where I mean, or you can, or you can cut down here by Geonosis and cut back over. Do you see by chance? I'm just looking for the uh, Kessel, the you know the old Kessel Run and spice mines of of Kessel. Probably way on the other side of the. Uh, but the just Kessel kind of, Run. Yeah, I don't know. Unfortunately, this this map is great, but it has so much on it where it's uh, hard. It's, to... it's freaking amazing, dude. You've got Dathomir over there. You got. Yeah, I've been for way too close to Korriban. Holy Telos. Yeah, they up up over up over here towards the top where some of these like new territories are. These Mortis. Are... Look at that on the left. Yeah. Oh and then the, here's here's the unknown region. You got eggs go out there somewhere. And then again, we only have all this explored, but that's not to say that it doesn't you keep going out further than out further here. Then I'm gonna need you to send me this map because uh I, I need to I need Bespin to... Hoth. Right. Yep. Endor, way out here, right? Almost in the unknown region. Bakura, yeah. Takadana, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, there's a a lot of people are speculating that with that the big reveal that's gonna there's supposed to be a reveal that's gonna tie into the sequels, and a lot of people are saying Maz Kanata. Wow, what like she might show up here on Tatooine, or he's gonna just contact her or something, maybe. Yeah, or something where we might see her. Yeah. That'd be kind of cool. She's around for sure. And she she's in on this business a little bit. She knows people who, you know, who Oh, definitely. Yeah. That'd be kind of cool. 
actually. Um, wow. So yeah, Tatooine is, is in a prime location. You're right in the outer rim to still be, maybe that's why J Jabba occupied it. It feels like people always talk about hut space. And I know, I know it's always been mentioned that, that Tatooine is out just outside of hut space, but still that's on the outer, that's on the, the border of it. And it's a good spot. And so if Jabba wants to set up shop there, by God, he did. And, and he was rolling in the dough. So yeah, we might go to, we might go to Camino. Yeah, that's pretty awesome that that's right there. Actually, we might we like we might go to Camino in this in this show, and ju he just like stares at it. I don't know what I mean. What do you guys think in the chat? What do you think the purpose of these Camino flashbacks are? And we keep seeing Django Fett fly off. And it's been the same thing, you know. It's just it's it's almost like the start off too of his vision. And I, I what is the purpose? Yeah, is it is it for the Omega connection? Is that going to be? I don't think so. He's too. I, yeah, I honestly have no clue what, why they're showing that and going back that far. Unless it's just to help people recognize that that is Boba Fett and that, you know, it's just making it more clear for your mainstream audience or something. Right. Here's Corellia. Yeah. Look Corellia's at, like super. Tython's Python. right there in the center, man. Right mm -hmm. in the, the nexus of it all. Coruscant right there. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, yeah, I think it's, it's, it's cool to think about you just, just why. So I, I guess why I'm still just thinking would Kira, well, first of all, we don't know anything about, I mean, that, that comic might be dropping right. mid season, but just, I'm trying to think of reasons why she would want to come to, why would she would want to pop up in this episode to recruit Boba Fett or, uh, well, if she, I mean, if, if her, if syndicates start going to war, yeah, that's bad for business. I mean, if, if the huts and Boba and the pikes and all yeah. these different groups are going to war, that's not going to be good for her. If she's sitting at the top of this whole crime syndicate. Yeah. Things could have been just really like established and Boba could be starting to, to, cause a ripple effect here or maybe the pikes are caught by them making moves on Tatooine. it's sort of disrupting things the huts are mad i think that reference that the mayor made is more than just moss espa it's not just this family but the crime syndicates feel like various families that you don't want to you know mess with like you right. know it's i agree because yeah because because even kira and crimson dawn has sort of has created when you read that comic it felt like her members were really with her and believed in her and it felt more of a not rule by fear but like re more respect and there's a purpose here and all that kind of stuff and the the different factions like the falling and the black sun like they're all together the pikes are all together a family group of them the huts are all related big family so and and boba's got like he's making this misfit group of family you know like they they beyond blood or whatever he's got the he's and he's got the gamorian guard now he's got his biker gang like he's building his own yeah his own crew right right i bet the next couple episodes are just him going to like so we've got what four episodes uh, we could see a whole episode with him going to the clatuinians like you might have a big all of them at the table and then after that like okay i gotta go bring the clatuinians in next one the aqualish family i gotta bring bring that group in and then i gotta get the trendoshan group in there as well all leading towards your fourth episode which are i'm sorry the fourth that we have left which will be seven and some big fight with the pikes it might just be yeah. literally that straightforward and 
That's just be it. epic in gunfighting and and you know, yeah. Because again, we saw a train heist, and you, we know how that's going to go, sort of to, to to some extent. And we love it. We love a good train heist, and we thought it was great. So you don't have to really. You can redo some of these things and just show us it through the eyes of Boba Fett and his group. And I think we're like, yeah, let's see more this of works. that. I'm there. Yeah, just a just a big shoot him up. So. Uh, just some uh, quick questions here. Uh, could they give us more context on the destruction of Camino? Does that timeline make sense for that? They could. I don't know that Boba's there or not for it. We don't know. Um, they're going to do something because they keep showing it. And I'm just not entirely sure what its purpose is. Oh, my gosh. So I always I've mentioned this a couple episodes ago, but like in Legends, Boba always was, especially when he was hurt like his cells did not regenerate as fast as they should. And they were starting to kind of deteriorate. Right. He's a clone, you know, he's been created scientifically, whatever engineered. And so he would seek out those, the scientists from Camino. So I wonder if like he's, we see him in this back to tank uh, or pod and it just feels like maybe he's not recovering. Maybe he's starting to think back and, and wants to kind of seek them out or try to find them. And that leads him to some establishment on not maybe this, season or whatever but it could be something down the line they're working towards him looking into cloning technology or something yeah yeah this is what 30 years after bad batch uh about because yeah. bad batch is 19 a b y or b b y so 19 plus nine yeah so you're about 28 years later yeah 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 has the uh, aging antidote <laughs> maybe she does maybe omega does have some some answers for him or something but yeah that was that was kind of the thing is that i think he's worried just about um his his own health or something so who knows uh because he's in that thing quite often and again it, we're attributing it all to the sarlacc right just all the all the scarring and all that kind of stuff that he's going in there that's to heal still, that's that's still years later to years you, why is he get... still in that tank Oh my! You, I'm, I'm you got, odd. You got, odd something. You gotta go. You gotta go hit up the the back to tank after five years of. I think you're gonna Hold need on. a lot more than that. Let me pull up. Let me pull up all the fat and light. Let me see which. Do you guys remember which? Anybody in the chat remember which book I'm talking about? Or Anthony? Anybody can help me out here. Just like in Legends, when Boba Fett was sort of like seeking out help or aid, because I'm starting to think, Matt, that actually might be. What's going on? Why five years later when you he was only in the Sarlacc, as, as far as we could tell, just for I, I, who knows. But like he had his man. I would say armor I would on. say like a day at most. Right. He's got his armor on. So that's that's not I get it. It definitely is a lot, but it wasn't like. It's not like that that saliva or whatever is still on him and it's like like searing right. his skin. Then he's in the he's, desert. Right, right. Um but well maybe you know what go, though maybe he's gonna go drain camino of water and start bringing it over here to give to people yeah i, mean, I guess it's, it's salt water so you'd have to yeah i i guess it's just it. <laughs> i guess it's just since the end of um mandalorian that he's had access to that back to tank really probably you know since he killed bib uh lord fortuna excuse me which he was All referenced right. as lord fortuna just want to make that clear to everybody uh yeah i feel like maybe so maybe maybe it's like but again he's healing wounds that are five years old from the sarlacc or for from being out in the um because it's every episode he's in there i feel like he's yeah. got some some cell issues or he's got some something Something's biologically wrong yeah that he's that he's trying to work on and that could be your connect he's thinking back to 
the facility and thinking it back to, to his father and maybe just <coughs> like his origins. Yeah. I mean, something's wrong. He needs help. I'm, I'm, I'm convinced. I'm convinced now that that's. I'm, I'm right there with you. Something's up. Something's up as it doesn't add up. Yeah. Yeah. Something is up. Um, I'll find. We'll, we'll probably after this one. Could Omega up. be the head of the crime syndicate now? Jeezy cow. Yeah, that's a crazy thing too because we're still speculating that she's going to go uh, there to Mount Tantis or get captured or kidnapped or whatever from, and, and the Bad Batch is going to have to save her or something. I who, who freaking knows? Yeah. Um, let me just. I'm scrolling down here through the cloning thing. Um. Uh, yeah, kills an imperial scientist for cloning him behind you know, behind his back. Someone cloning him on Camino. This is all legend stuff here. Um, let's see. Yeah, I don't know. For me, I think it was the fate. It was either the fate of uh, it was Bloodlines. I think and it was the Legacy of the Force. Was I think the book? And because again, there's something. There's a. It's all you know. Boba Fett's like family is involved with the solo family and it it's just it boba fett's on the cover of that book if you guys want to look it up legacy of the force bloodlines and let me just see a plot summary here uh yeah there is yeah han and leia watch uh their only son become a stranger a secret assassin entangles the couple with the dreaded name from han's past boba fett and it gets all into what happened to some of his family and things like that. But there's something there before or after that that talks about this um, cloning. I'll have to look it up for you guys. It's been a long time. Yeah, let me see. What, what what are people saying about the episode on, on Twitter here? That they love it. That they hate it. I'm, I'm assuming, and yeah. everything in between was so good really um loved the episode let's see here surprised to see such so many familiar familiar faces haha <laughs> it's the that's my stapler guy yeah the guy he's talking to is uh, i always forget the actor's name but he's in um office space he plays milton the guy in office space member who like burns the place down uh yeah oh yeah the, yeah 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 the guy the guy the guy yeah. and he's like he's like one of those actors that's in like a just an absolute ton of um he's in like in a ton of shows stuff like that he was in like a full season of the west wing i think um that's where mm -hmm. i remember him from too but um book of boba fett three book of boba fett is amazing uh criticism here let me get some criticism it's kind of sad that this is the worst way they written Boba Fett. He's nice despite having worked with Jabba and Vader. Every episode he has to heal and sleep like he's really sick. Nothing happens in these episodes. Uh, I, saw some, I saw some people criticizing the other the guys and look and saying it looked like cyberpunk, you know, like the monocle he has. Or, well, I thought that was a funny joke when Jabba was like, sorry, watch, you know. Keep an eye out. Right, or yeah, yeah sorry. Yeah. Yeah, that was funny. I thought, I thought that was funny, especially because Boba had thought about it for a second and then was like, all right, yeah, sorry. Yeah, whoops, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I think, I thought those guys were, I mean, you know, I get it. They, what's different about them is on Tatooine, they look kind of clashy, but still, like you said, you brought up the speeder. Those things exist. They went and bought those bad boys. They're, 
they're um been they did kind of remind me of like of like 1950s cadillacs but yeah yeah that's what what's bail organa's uh thing in episode two looks like that yeah they just had those imported i mean they they just went or i think his is probably episode three i think it is because he flies over there to the jedi temple Mm -hmm. yeah 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 but i i i thought they were and the car that Anna, the car that Anakin's in, right, looks kind of like that. And yeah. the yellow, you the yellow one, right. Um, let's see. Uh, here's here actually here's here's a pretty good question. What do you think is going to happen with the Rancor? Do you think we're going to see that Rancor in use? I do. At first, I was almost like, I wonder if that guy's actually like, because he's like, don't worry, he'll be back. And they like zooming on its eyes. I was wondering, like, do you think maybe the Rancor actually like wants to eat him? And they're gonna yeah. trick him or something, right, right? I think I think I think Boba's gonna ride the Rancor. Yeah, that that would be. I hope so. I because I was worried too. I was like, it seems like maybe something's up. Like he, uh, um, he's tricking him or or that because the huts. See, that's the thing. It's it's a pretty lavish gift, right? That you send an assassin and then hey, we're sorry. Here's a Rancor because we know you have an empty Rancor pit. Um, and go ahead and keep the bounty hunter. Uh, BK and sell him, make some money. We're out. Peace out. You should leave as well. Pikes are involved, and well, if you're the huts, it they they say war is bad. War is bad for your business, but right? You're right. The huts, Not in general. Yeah. Boba and the versus the pikes is great for you because then it leaves an open space, mm-hmm. and then they're depleting their resources fighting each other. Yeah. Again, I think it was just sort of an easy like they just came in here and we're trying to see if this was an easy take or, or whatever, uh, or make their presence known. It, they're really not, it's almost like a half hearted kind of thing. They're not really going for the super hard. Um, because yeah, it's another syndicate has put forward a claim. So yeah. Do you guys think Boba Fett will appear in the star Wars, the bad batch season two? I do. Yeah, I think that'd be cool. I think for sure there's going to be, we're going to see something in this that might help us tie into that. And I think it, it has all to do with the cloning, um i think he has to come across omega i mean why create omega and all this stuff it's they're all the right. same people involved it, it just it, it feels like it has to connect yeah so awesome awesome all right guys well uh i think that's probably an okay place to end today's episode it was a shorter book of boba fett episode today um but yeah. we will be back obviously with episode four and as and i will probably hammer out some more star wars content uh coming this week i finished my johto cast episode i'm going to post it tonight uh which is kind of cool he's Let's a character go. i think that can show up at some point we're going to be recording an extended edition i think we're doing a zoom hangout uh this weekend for yes. anybody who's in our top who's in our Saturday. elder council yep. patreon tiers if you guys want to come hang out we can do that so as anything anything else man we want to hit before we before we roll out no other than just i want to finish with i i i enjoy these little episodes you know there's i mean again there's not a whole lot going on but i i've just i mean what i will do after this is over is i'm going to click back through this and look at all the little items and and the lighting and stuff like that i just think it's fun i think it's uh i think it's really cool the droids i'm really into droids and aliens and and i think it's just kind of uh cool to see those things so i'm i'm enjoying it i i think people are wanting this huge grandiose thing and that we don't need that necessarily it's just it's just it's just boba fett doing his thing and it's it's it doesn't have to be over the top so i love it i hope you guys come hang out with us um on saturday uh send us those transmissions we will do a kind of a standalone episode just reading your Mm -hmm. transmissions we did that the other day and uh that was 
that was a lot. That was a lot of fun. So, um, yeah. And if you're listening over on the podcast, go over, subscribe to us there. Uh, follow like again, Matt said, we're going to listen. We're going to do a little extended edition here on Apple premium or over on, uh, Patreon and then check out all of our other projects. We're still posting content for game of Thrones, uh, wheel of time, Harry Potter. Now we get the old Matt and Ed show fired up friends. It's That's back. fun. We did it. Oh, yeah. We my. just reviewed Spider-Man no way home. That episode will be dropping here shortly. Um, the rated R edition is coming back too. All right. And that is a yes. top secret. You got to get it. I mean, that I, you ever want to hear as be rated R. I mean, it's, it's before and after the show. There's times where I'm like, are we recording? Hope, hope to God we're not. Uh, right. But uh, that's for us for, you know, our, our regular projects, but the matinee show is a lot of fun. Uh, so guys, please uh, go check that out. And uh, before you leave this video, make sure you like subscribe, all that good stuff. Leave this comment down below. Let us know what you think about this episode. And as always, remember that traveling through hyperspace ain't like dusting crops. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.